everybody, it's time for Ghosts and Friend Dogs! Friend Dogs in the morning. In the morning! Live, 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 Hello there, everybody. Welcome back to Gag's Grandor Morning. I was listening to scalp noises. I was going to bring this up. I was going to call you out, but you did it yourself. <laughs> yeah, you I'm did not it ashamed. yourself. Right before this podcast. Minutes, not even a minute, seconds before. Yeah. So much that it held us back. You were like, <laughs> I found this great girl who's doing ASMR things. But it's not the Asian. No, it's a different girl. It's a girl who's like, I'm going to rub your scalp now. And then it's like, no, I it's don't like... know. The girl she's rubbing her scalp, I assume they're very sexy lovers, like which that. is awesome. But, yeah. but at the same time, uh, it sounds like her very sexy lover is, in fact, wearing a wig or has the driest hair, I've, like, driest scalp <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. It does sound pretty dry, but that makes for better noise. And, and here's the thing. They could be best friends, but in my mind, they are just, when the scalp massage is done, it is on. <laughs> it is on. Unlike Donkey Kong. All I'm saying is you don't give a scalp massage for 35 minutes to someone you ain't doing. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. What if you're a hairstylist person? No one is paid that much to give a 35 minute. After a while, there's nothing left to massage. I don't know. After I've... a good 15 minutes, your fingers are tired, right? I the only reason why you're doing massage. that is because, uh-huh, go on. Like, I have my massage lady, and usually she does, like, a scalp massage, but it's only, I'm like, sorry, I'm a sorry, minute. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you have a you have a massage lady? Yeah, like, one of those places, like, whoa, whoa, the, uh... whoa, 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 whoa. Massage lady? Not like one of those places, but like a hair salon place. And they have like a massage. massage. All right, first off, what did you? What place did you think I meant? Because <laughs> I, I was just under the assumption that you were getting a massage, and I did not know about this. Here's I'm more curious. I what did you think I meant? I thought you meant one of those places where they're like, oh, happy ending. Kronor, what's a happy <laughs> ending? Just Google it. Just Google it, kids. <laughs> Damn you. So. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I go to one place, and they had like a bunch of massage people. So I was like, I want to find someone that's good. So there's one lady. She's just terrible. She like used her elbows on my back, and she's just like, "This all this feels good, right?" And I was like, "Ugh." <laughs> my back was like hurting. Then there's this one like. Uh, Can I ask a question? Okay. Was 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 she a middle-aged white woman? Yes. I'm gonna look. My apologies to, to middle-aged white women everywhere, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say you give the worst back rubs. <laughs> and she kept talking, and I was like, I don't want to talk. I just want to get a massage. You, I think I, I think it's not racist to say middle-aged white women give the worst back rubs. Yeah, I'd say that too. Almost as bad uh, as 18 to 20-year-old white men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so... Who think they know what they're doing, and they're just mashing flesh, like, yeah, this feels good, right? Yeah, sure thing, baby! Breaking really necks. In. But then there was this European woman, probably, like, in her late 30s. She was all right. I was like, all right, that wasn't bad, but wasn't, like, amazing. Well, she's she's white European, right? Yeah. So that means she's, like, a little more, like, like risque, and a little less... Like, she's a little less uh, bound by the constraints of... Of normal society, and she's like, I live free, 
Is she was she from France? If she's from France, that's like a little bit better massage. I don't think she was from France. All right. Well, then that, she was, was she was she from Europe. Eastern Eastern Europe? Yeah, like Eastern Europe. So that's a little bit better than France. See, like the further yeah. east you go, the better massage you get. Yeah, she's. But with that Eastern said, Europe. still still middle aged white woman. Continue. Yeah. So when when uh, did we get to when did you let, let's be honest when did you find your amazingly fingered old Asian lady? <laughs> when did that well, happen? <laughs> well, she's actually. Uh, probably like early forties, very like a uh, spiritual woman, white woman. What? Very like like yoga. Like she does hot yoga twice a week for. But like that's an two Asian hours. thing, though. No, it's not. Is it yoga? Hot yoga. That's close enough. It's just a hot version of an Asian thing. <laughs> well, she's just the early forties white woman, and she's just like I do hot yoga because it feels good on my joints and it like helps your mind and she's like very into like spirituality and like that type of stuff and she like when she'll like she'll talk if you want to talk if you don't talk she won't talk to you she knows what she's doing and she'll like tell you afterwards like i move the meniscus muscles like all these muscles I don't all know right so she's about. full of shit she's full maybe of, so what you're saying is she's a crazy person but even if she is she's the best massage because it feels good well i have only had the experience of every time i've gone to get a massage Unless yeah. it's an old, and I'm talking like, I'm talking oh. like, like the kind that, that walks out and she, she cracks her knuckles and she's like, I'm ready to go. That's <laughs> the only time I've had a decent massage. Every other time, I think I have an aversion to, like, I, I think maybe my neck muscles or my shoulder muscles, like, I think I'm just built tense. Like, anytime someone touches me there, I immediately tense up. Immediately. Yeah. And it doesn't matter who you are. And the more you try, the worse it gets. That's weird. I'm just saying from experience, elderly Asian women <laughs> know the way to my back. They can get up in there and just go crazy with it. I'm like, oh, you are so good. They know the way. That's where I thought the story was going. I thought we were going to relate on something. Instead, I sound like an old crazy racist. <laughs> <laughs> that is what he sounds like. <laughs> but, you know. Oh, well, what are you going to do? You are what you are. Yeah, speaking, speaking of what I am. I'm a chapped mess. I don't know what happened to me. So I woke up today. My lips were like horribly chapped. Yeah. And I don't know how that happens overnight, mm-hmm. but they were horribly chapped. And so all day today, it's one of those like when you, it hurts to smile kind of things. Yeah. And so my God, I like, I, I laughed at something today and my just lips started bleeding. What? That's how chapped they were. Explain this to me. So I went oh. out and got chapstick, which I rarely have to get chapstick. So I went out and got chapstick and put it on. I was like, this should, this should work. Still just as bad. Oh, I don't know. I think well, I think I'm dehydrating from from. It might be that damn Coke life from yesterday. Might be the Coke life. It I might mean, be that Coke life. Wouldn't surprise me one bit. Damn I don't Coke know. life. It's all that Coke life. It's all that damn stevia. It's in my system now. It's trapping my lips. I dr- I look. All I'm saying is I didn't have chapped lips before I drank. I drank that, <laughs> and then yeah. I wake up the next day with chapped lips. I'm not saying Coke life gives you chapped lips, <laughs> but uh, you know. My old Asian masseuse (laughs) told me it's possible. (laughs) I just need some tiger dong and rhino tusk, and I'll be okay. Yeah, the old tiger dong. The old tiger dong. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I like how we started this podcast. (laughs) People are going to be like, Jesus, Jesse is a horrible person. I think that is racist, though. You know what? Don't judge me. Because races, if we look up racism on the dictionary. Uh Uh-huh. Racism. Mm-hmm. Dictionary. I like how of all the people who's going to look up why I'm a racist, <laughs> it's 
it's you. You son a of a bitch. belief or doctrine that inherent differences among the various human racial <laughs> groups determine cultural or individual achievement usually involving the idea that one's own race is superior and has the right to dominate others or that particular racial group is inferior to others. So... so all right, so technically... <laughs> I'm a horrible racist. You are a horrible racist. <laughs> doesn't it doesn't make it any less true? <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Uh. <laughs> Next, we're gonna talk about. Uh, <laughs> you know, listen. They all races get their holidays and stuff. So like. That's already racist in itself by us celebrating, like, race, like, ethnic race holidays. That's encouraging racism. I like, I like ethnic, I think, like, ethnic diversity in holidays is great. Like, I love celebrating other people's holidays, mostly because 99% of them is just a free day to drink. (laughs) It is all day. Let's be clear. Most... Uh, like ethnically diverse holidays are just an excuse to get wasted, and I drink think, and eat. If anything, that is what unites us as a people. <laughs> we all want to just forget. About all of life. us can celebrate and get super drunk together. <laughs> I think that's be- I think it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, I think that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Racist. I know racist. You're a racist. Internet yeah. Wikipedia. <laughs> You're a racist dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> with your words. Yeah, with your words and big terms. Yeah, strange how all your pages are white. Ha. 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 Take that. Rewind it back. Little John got the beat to make your booty go whack. Yeah, I thought it was no. smack. Doesn't matter. <laughs> really, it, let's be honest. It really doesn't matter. It's the same sound. Yeah, that's true. Makes your booty uh, go whack. We all, we all get it. Whack. So, yeah. What kind uh, of sound was that? ASMR. I'm not going to lie. I, I like how... <laughs> We got onto massages from ASMR. Um, oh yeah, I actually was directed. I don't remember who. Maybe it was you. Someone sent me to like an ASMR where this girl goes and reviews old TV shows, and I don't remember her Ooh. name because I watched it like on my phone while I was like <laughs> at the car wash. <laughs> oh. And so I don't. I don't technically remember what her thing was, but it's this girl and she reviews old TV shows, but ASMR style. I see. She's like. Today we're going to talk about friends. It's ridiculous. She's like, Joey and Chandler got in trouble in this episode, but Ross got in worse trouble. It's like, whoa, all right. What? I was I was into it. I was into it. I was like, this is something I could listen to. I ASMR creeps me out, but when people are telling me something, then I get into it. Like, there was this one girl, I don't remember her name, where she she got Pokemon cards and then she went through the Pokemon cards and like told you about the Pokemon. I learned I something about Pokemon. I know I'm not a big Pokemon guy. I never had Pokemon cards. So I learned something about it. And then it was very relaxing. That I can get into. Yeah. That I think is cool. But the ones that are like, I made you a cake. <laughs> I'm like, this is so creepy. Oh my god, Asian woman had another one to come out the other day. Is uh-huh. uh she gives like a museum tour. It's like a tour, and she like reads off these like oh, I forget what it was, but like she like flips through pages, and she's like, "Here we go," and like flips through the pages. Great one! I fell asleep to that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, that's that's weird. It's very weird. <laughs> it might be, but 
But it's no, I guess it's no different than me. I listen to, when I go to bed, I listen to uh, On Point, which is like a news podcast. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's it's on NPR, so it's actually a real show. But they have a podcast version of it. And I listen to that when I go to bed. And I this is, I feel like it's the same thing, except mine's not creepy, but <laughs> informative. And yours is like, I'm going to walk you through a museum. <laughs> Uh huh. I mean, but mine. <laughs> Go on. It's dedicated mm-hmm. to uh, just helping. I bet, th- I bet. Now that I think about it, I bet there are people who watch or I guess listen to this podcast when they go to bed. Yeah, that's true. Oh, we should help people. Hold on, <clears throat> Crendor. Let's help people right. go to bed. Okay. All right. What are we going to talk about? What is our ASMR going to be? Uh, uh, should it be like a role play one? Yes, of or course like, it's a role play okay. one. Okay, we are going to role play. I'm coming to, I'm in a library, and I'm asking you where to find a book. Okay, that's a good one. Okay. Excuse me? Hmm. Excuse me? Oh, yes. Where where can I find the Tropic of Capricorn? Um, hmm, nobody's really asked for that one in a while. Uh, why are you, why are you searching for this? I read online there's hot, steamy sex in it. Hmm. And I take it that's also what you're looking for. I'll take Fifty Shades of Grey if, if need be. Mm, that's a very, uh, very popular book right now. Hold on, let me just uh, head over to the catalog on the computer here. We have, uh, let me just type some of these. And, uh, Tropic Capricorn, all right. Uh, all right, so I'm going to write these down on a piece of paper. Do I do I need to know the Dewey Decimal System? Because I haven't used that since 1989. Oh, no, that's actually for uh, if you're in a library from 1940s, but uh, we're in a modern Oh, that's good. Now. Oh, thank yeah, you so, so much. The first book is going to be in 908. Hold on, can you hear that? Thank you. You and, crumpled uh, that paper for some reason, but I'll take it anyway. Yeah, it's kind of rude. But, uh, so yeah, nine zero eight dot one a b a b c pound hashtag. I, I wasn't aware that pound and hashtag were used in libraries. Uh, they are now. Wow, uh, this book must be seven. in the back. Uh, C. So yeah, it is actually in the back. Is, th- is there an erotica? Is this the erotica section? Um, it's near there, but it's also in between the Tropic of Capricorn. Oh, that's good. I'm just going to rip this post-it note off here. Oh, hold on. Let me get you a little piece of paper. You can stick it on it. All right. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a nice one. <laughs> <laughs> that is super creepy. <laughs> that's super creepy. That. That is, someone passed out. Someone yeah, they just down. passed out. They're down for the count. And then they woke up when they heard a cackle of a witch. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably one that I would do. Like, if I had to do an ASMR, be like, I'm the witch queen, and I've captured. It'd be real. It'd be real, like, quiet. See, that's what I fear. When yeah. I listen to those, I feel like it lulls you into a sense of of calm. And if if I did one, mine'd be like a witch, like, Welcome to the witch's cauldron. And, it, you know, keep going and be like, I'm going to put all sorts of vegetables in there with you. <laughs> it would just, like, freak people out. That's what I would do, because I'm an asshole. Yeah. I mean, you know, YOLO. 
yellow. So I think with that, we should go to chop the goddamn What? Grandor, how's that traffic out there? Uh, well, up here in the chapter chapter seven, uh, it appears that uh, down below it's quite snowy. A lot of snow going around, but there is going to be the warm up uh, hitting us pretty soon. But until then, there's backups all the way down the 485 and the 652. Uh, it's just people are just trying to get out of their cars and just walk to work and school. It's insane. Uh, except uh, Aaron Hildreth. Aaron Hildreth, he's got a snowmobile. He's just cruising down the street. He's hopping cars. He's flying to work. Uh, not flying, you know, s snowmobiling. But uh, it was just a you know, word of expression, expression of words back to you. Thanks, Crendor. Can I just tell you, speaking of traffic. Yes. My God, there have been a lot of police chases in L.A. recently. Oh, yeah. There have been. I saw that one. There was one where a dude got, like, a pickup truck, and he was driving crazy, and the cops finally... Stopped him when he crashed into another car. Yeah, I saw that one. And then they all surrounded him. And here's the best part. Because the car chase was over, once they surrounded him, the news just, like, turned it off. Like, yeah, well, we don't want it off. We, we don't care anymore. I was like, <laughs> that guy could have a gun or something. Like, who knows what horrible thing is about to happen. I know. You sh shouldn't you as the news be covering this? And they're like, meh. <laughs> uh, like, commercial oh. break. All right. So they go on, like, a 25-minute commercial break. Then the most recent one, a guy stole... A moving truck, and because the moving truck has a regulator on it, the highest you could go was 60 miles per hour, and he couldn't go any faster. And so it's the <laughs> slowest, slow-speed chase ever. Sir, please just pull over. You're going 20 miles an hour. It, get away from these coppers. It was like that Simpsons episode where they're like, he's slowly getting away. <laughs> yeah. It's like... <laughs> it was like walking next to the car. <laughs> like, please, please, sir, get out. He's like... <laughs> it was just like that. It was ridiculous. And there was the I... llamas. Yes, then the llamas. I don't... LA has been a mess lately. Just yeah, a is. mess. But in yep. Boston, it's supposed to... Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Let's go to the weather uh, desk with Crendor. Crendor, how's the weather in Boston? See, we uh, can cover it. We can cover it right now. Boom. Well, done. weather today. I'm going to give Wappy some time off. Uh, uh -huh. 42 degrees on this day. And uh, cloudy skies, high 42. On Thursday, we're going to have some uh, some chance of snow. I, I heard the funniest thing the other day, and I, I wonder if this is something that could actually be true. Yeah. So, in L.A., we constantly have a water shortage because we're in a freaking desert. We're, we're like in a weird oasis in a desert. But we're yeah. constantly out of water. And so we have to pump it in from Northern California, which means most of California is now out of water. <laughs> yeah. Someone said, and I don't know if this is true. I don't know if this is even possible. Wouldn't it be feasible to take all of the Northeast snow that they get every year, Buffalo, Boston, New York, all of it, that they just push into rivers or push into the ocean, or mound up until it melts, wouldn't it be possible to collect that snow and build pipes that go from the east coast to the west coast and bring water out here? And uh, I thought, I thought that is an expensive waste of money, but it would solve the water problem, wouldn't it? They can also, like, bottle the water. I don't, call it, like, I don't think that would be safe. Extra snow water. I don't think that would be safe at all. That is the least safe thing. <laughs> it's just like rain. It's like when you, If you stand out in the rain long enough, you have that weird rain smell. I like rain snow. Because it's all chemicals, and it's like, it's like all that gas that we well, put up in the... that's your shitty L.A. rain. Screw you, Chicago rain. It's just as bad. No, it's like half as 
bad. Strongly disagree. <laughs> Trust us, we are weather experts. Yeah. We're very aware of what we're talking about. I just thought very it was an aware. interesting idea. It's obviously impossible. Unless. And will, and will never happen. But it's just one of the things like it, you almost wish that it was possible. Unless it is possible. It, it, it would have already happened if it was possible. Mm. If it was possible with money, with all that, it would, it would have already happen. I don't know about that. Somebody might not have just been smart enough like us. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Good thing Wappy had the day off or he'd be like, mm, idiots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, well, then let's go over the sports desk. Crendor, what's happening in sports? Uh, sports, I found more crazy sports stories that you've never heard of. Okay, let's hear it. All right, uh, let's see. We have a good one here. French soccer club suspected of bribing opponents with halftime wine delivery. Of course. <laughs> of when course. The, <laughs> when the French fix soccer matches, they apparently do it in the most French way possible. During their 2013 League 2 campaign, Nimes was constantly in the battle to avoid relegation, which would have forced them to play the 2014 season in League 3. What did Nimes do to avoid such a horrible fate? Yeah. Well, they allegedly made a deal with KN, so their game on the second last match day of the season ended in a mutually beneficial 1-1 tie. According to L'Equipe, the deal was set up 48 hours before the match and was uh, sealed at halftime when cases of wine from Nimes were delivered to the KN locker room. Cases of wine. Not just cases. bottles. Cases. They got super drunk. Yes, they did. Cases I guess that's a hell of, of a way to end a season. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's like, whatever. We're making money. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I, like how, I like how you're like, wacky sports stories, and it's about, it's about soccer. Things I've never heard of. It's about soccer. Uh, here's one. Uh, Japan, Japan gets caught juicing its baseballs for the second year in a row. Juicing its baseballs? Yes. They say in 2013, Nippon Professional Baseball Commissioner Ryozo Kato admitted the league's balls had secretly been juiced. He was forced to resign. 2014. What does that, what does that even mean? You've yet to explain what juiced baseballs are. Uh... They say like a hitter Juicing, in a slump. I always slump. thought was like steroids. So the baseballs are on steroids. I don't. It doesn't say how they <laughs> juice a baseball. How do you? How does one? Juicing are we gonna have to look this up? Juice baseballs. a baseball. Juiced baseball theory. So what is juicing a baseball? They were. It's a theory suggested by MLB Major League Baseball during the '90s and early 2000s that the balls were altered in order to increase scoring. It was said that a juiced ball bounces off the bat at a higher speed. Uh, what? Oh! Yeah, so apparently this theory extends back to uh, the 90s and early 2000s when people are saying that the balls themselves were juiced in order to keep the like uh, uh, home run uh, records going higher and higher. So uh, while yeah. the players were juicing, the balls were being juiced too. Oh, damn. What? Do we, just, a crack a, do we just crack a code? That's a double juice. Do we just break into the mystery of the juicy balls? <laughs> I think we did. <laughs> I think we did. Coxie Crendor and the juicy ball mystery. <laughs> My, these I balls think, sure are juicy. I think baseball would be better off juicing their balls. I'm, I'm going to let you know. I'm going to let you know right now. Mm -hmm. I've said for years, let pro players take what they want. Let the pro players do, like, however they want to get ready to play a game, let them go. Yeah, I don't. I do not mind if football becomes giant, 
gargantuan freaks of muscle just <laughs> bashing into each other. That's entertainment. Yeah. All we really want is gladi- gladiatorial sports like back in ancient Rome, except we're, you know, we're like, oh, no, they should wear helmets. Get rid of the helmets. Just make their heads. Give them an exoskeleton. Science! Get them exoskeletons. Make them giant bug men who battle for our entertainment. Get rid of the ball. It's one of their heads. Yeah. Cockroach can live without his head. They're cockroach men. They use their own heads to score points. Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> uh. All I'm saying, baseball, give them robot arms. All And they use their hands as the bats. Oh, my God. Rip off their arms. Give them bats for hands. Why am I the only one to think of this? Then when they catch things, it's even more impressive. Now it's yeah. just too easy to catch it. They just, like, eye the ball and they catch it. Give yeah. them, they have to stick gloves on the end of their bat hands. <laughs> Soccer, football, all they are are giant human feet. And the balls are, like, huge. And they have to bounce. Giant feet that bounce. Why am I the only one to come up with this stuff? I'm not going to lie. I've been reading this, like, article and not paying attention at all. <laughs> it's, probably <laughs> the, it's probably for the best. <laughs> I looked up baseball speed. Apparently they're trying to speed up baseball. Of course they are, because baseball is super boring and slow. It's true. It's like people turn it on when they want to fall asleep in the summertime. I The only time I like baseball is if I get to go to a game with friends, and I'll let you know right now, no one there is ever focused on the game. It's like yeah. you're looking at your phone, you're eating a hot dog, you're drinking a beer, time with your friends, and then a play happens, you're like, yeah! <laughs> Back to the phone. Like, there's no, like it is so boring. Yeah, it is pretty boring. It's like... Like, oh, no. here's, the, here's the thing. You really have to understand the finer points of baseball to really get into the strategy of it. Like, yeah. the... The strategy between the the pitcher and the catcher and the different like you have to be really into it to give a shit about that. Football, on the other hand, you can easily figure out the strategy going on there. Yeah, like it's not. Diff- and then once you figure it out, you're like, oh, this is interesting. Like that's what keeps it interesting. It's like, how are they going to do this and what are they going to do this? Are they and then you're run, always going to pass. Are they yeah, gonna do- and, and everyone seems to know the right answer, right? And I yeah. think many times we're justified. Like at the end of the Super Bowl, when everyone in the world's like, you're an idiot for that yeah. play, but it seems very easy. Uh, and I think soccer, footballs, is very easy to follow because it continually is going on. It's fast-paced. You yeah. know what's happening, right? Hockey, yep. same way, yep. right? Or even baseball, just basketball. It's like, shot yeah. the ball in the basket. Yeah, baseball, very easy to figure out. Or uh, 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 basketball, very easy to figure out. Baseball's just like, all right, well, John Johnson is coming up to bat. And on deck is Paul Paulson. Strange names to be on the same team. Yeah, he's batting uh, a two eighty four this season. Yeah, he's hit the ball a bunch, and they've played 12,000 games, so at this point in the season, no one really gives any shits. Yeah, really and, uh, uh, got injured three times a season. He's come back with a strides each time, really making some big differences out there. Seriously, baseball was like the boys of summer. <laughs> now baseball goes from, like, March into October. Yeah, it literally lasts almost a year. It's ridiculous. No one cares that and much. And then... When it like the playoffs come, they're all like, and this one game will decide everything. <laughs> it's like, oh. Yeah. All right. And then people care. People Yeah, then people care. Baseball is one of those sports where people don't care till the playoffs. That's what I do with like I do that with uh baseball and basketball. Same. Two Same. Sports. There are too many um, games. There are too many yeah. games of baseball, and basketball. Uh soccer, hockey, football. There's there's just enough games to keep you interested and just enough games to make the season short. Yeah. Like every game seems feels important. Mm-hmm. Not just... when it not when it comes to 
No, it comes to, to baseball. The thing with, like, I think the basketball and hockey season are just as long. But, like, hockey, you can, like, watch a hockey game and just feel really excited. While with basketball, it's like, hey, and it's come down to the final two minutes. And we'll see who wins the fouling each other battle and making free throws. It's like, I'll never, well, I'll never forget as long as I live. It's one of those, like, my dad, till the day he dies, will continue to bring up this moment. And I, and I will remember it forever, too. Basketball... The final two minutes are the longest two minutes in sports history. <laughs> yep. Longer than football, any other two-minute period in, in sports. One time when I was younger, I went to a basketball game. And it was I think it might have been Virginia Tech versus the Cardinals, maybe. I don't remember who was playing at the time. But the final two minutes, and whatever the home team was, was up by, I don't even know how many points, a, a great amount of points. Yeah. Two minutes to go. My dad looks over and is like, it ain't over till it's over. And in that two minutes, it... Went on, I, I want to say, like, 20 minutes. <laughs> and the, the other team came back and won. And, like, just fouling people over and over and over again. And, like, smack. It was ridiculous. Yeah. And I was like, well, that proved a point. <laughs> <laughs> that is a life lesson I will always remember. It's because, yeah, that's the problem with basketball, really. But then, like, you look at something like hockey, and when it gets to the final two minutes, they're like, and they're taking men off the ice, and they're putting men on the ice, and they're like, oh, they got six on five, yeah, and he shoots it, and it's going back out, and you're just that's, like, oh my god. I think I think that's why I enjoy hockey the most, is because it's literally, there are moments where like, they pulled the goalie! Throw <laughs> <laughs> it! Let's <laughs> put another guy out there. There's that, the one guy, great. he's like on NBC or something, his name's Doc, and he just gets like, he's like, oh! He like makes that noise like fifty times in a game. He's like, oh, my favorite is the Canadian guy, and I'm trying to remember his name. Uh, Don Cherry. Don Cherry. Holy moly! Look this guy up. His suits are amazing. Oh my god. Don Cherry <laughs> is the is the hockey night guy for Canada, and I'm not sure what channel it is. Maybe CBC. I don't know what it is. It's like yeah, when it's CB. Yeah, CBC. But he is legitimately. Like, the most entertaining person in the world. And his suits are hilarious. And he, <laughs> like, just Google Don Cherry suits. Oh, my God. This one, he's wearing a big green hat and a green <laughs> neon suit. <laughs> he's amazing. He's amazing. <laughs> also, you know what I will also say? What? Canada, best sports coverage. Hands down. I'm yeah, going to tell, really tell Americans you're doing it wrong. In fact, they used to have two guys in Canada who I think were on the, the Canadian version of Sports yeah, Center. The, yeah, it was them. Who are amazing, and then because they were so good, America stole them, which yeah, is what we like, usually do. Yeah, bought by like Fox or something. Yeah, it's what they we usually like do. But they good. were amazing. They're really, really funny guys. I'm sure Fox destroyed them. I haven't seen them since they were bought. Yeah, they're but just, when they're I used to now. live near uh, Canada, I'd watch them all the time because they were hilarious. The clips of those guys online still to this day are funny. And yeah. without a doubt, Canada best sports commentary. They can make curling look amazing. It's Dan and Jay. Jay Onrate and Dan O'Toole. Are they? That's, do they still do them. stuff? Uh, I don't know, but if you look on YouTube, you'll find a bunch of stuff with them just being funny on sports. Yeah, they're great. They're great. Like it's one of the few joys in watching sports that I have. Yeah. As a nerd, entertaining <laughs> sports is is highly valued by me. Ninety percent of the time, I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, apparently, they're on Fox Sports Live now. They're still going. Well, they're essentially probably... like us on sports shows. Yes, they are. They're the non-content of sports shows. <laughs> they just really don't good. care. They do what they do. They make <laughs> fun of people. Yeah, they're great, and they don't do that stupid shtick where it's like boom, ba 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 
Ding dong. 25 <laughs> points of the night for Don and John. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I holy just... shit, Sports Center, we get it. You, e- Everyone on your show must have a catchphrase now. We understand. <laughs> and whamma ding dong. He hits a home run there. Yeah, it's like, no. <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right. Wow. That's, that was uh... a long but involved yeah, sports, sports yeah. yeah. Wow. All right. Well, what's our big news story of the day? Big news story of the day. Now we know why Louisville, Kentucky has smelled like mildew for a few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to call my parents. Yes, mom and dad. If, if it's because my parents, this would be a big problem for me. Uh, officials with Louisville Metro Air Pollution Control District say they've identified the source of the bad odor that residents have been complaining about for a week. The agency told news outlets a naturally occurring chemical in the soil called griosmin is to blame for a musty mildew-like smell that has led to dozens of complaints. Air District spokesman Tom Nord said the chemical has a low odor threshold and has been exacerbated by the wet, muddy conditions in the wake of the recent snowfall and rain. Nord said the smell is not toxic and isn't coming from industrial sites. He said the Louisville Water Company has dealt with Geosmin previously and told the Pollution Control District that it might be to blame. Uh-huh. I <laughs> I feel like that's a lie, but... <laughs> it does I seem also, like a lie. I also feel like when they... Driving into certain parts of Louisville, there is... I think there's one part that's like the meat packing district, like the pig district, whatever yeah. it's called. Literally, just it vilely stinks of of pig crap. Yeah, and that's like in the heart of a city. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, sure, yeah, no, it's definitely it's, it's mildew ground. It's the ground. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, I'm glad my parents weren't involved. I imagine the, the article would start out like. Jack and Susan Cox thought it would be a day like any other day. <laughs> it smells like uh, old libraries in here. <laughs> what? <laughs> they can smell like mildew. What? I like, how, I like it. Oh, sure. You know what? That goes back to our ASMR. Oh, yeah. Our old library ASMR it's with really the Dewey Decimal bad. System that uses pounds and <laughs> hashtags and stars. If you smell really hard, you can really smell that mildewy decimal system. Nice, nice. I think that's where we end. I think that's where we end it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, to be continued. Uh, 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 uh.